Welcome to Valuification of Things, your one-stop podcast on the discussion of value and especially business value. This is a forum where your host, Sri Sundaram, will be discussing topics on how to quantify value for practically any scenario. Along the way, we will have business leaders and subject matter experts describing their value journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this podcast episode. Hello. I'm Sri Sundaram, your host. In today's episode, we'll discuss how to accelerate digital transformation or DT using various enablement programs. We will talk about various factors influencing the success of DT programs, especially using transformation leadership teams or TLT for short. We have an industry leaders in this conversation who has done this many times over and will talk to us about the experiences in this area. Rich Waller is an industry executive who has done digital transformation programs way before it was called as such. He has had multiple executive roles at Ernst & Young, CNA, Zurich Insurance, and more recently as a CTO in customer transformation at Microsoft. In his role, he frequently helps companies accelerate their digital transformation journeys. Hello, Rich, and welcome to Valification of Things. Thank you, Sheree. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks, Rich. But before we begin, can we set a baseline on what a digital transformation is and what it is not? You know, the formal definition is articulated in many ways on the web. The strategic adoption of new business models or ways of working that is enabled by technology manifested in new products and services transformed customer experiences optimized operations and or empowered employees. It's really about focusing on the customer and driving new experiences, new products and things that uh, that will help you grow, help you uh, help you expand your footprint, help you maybe get ahead of competitors in some differentiating way. So then what is the role of a transformation leadership team in a digital transformation? Well, I mean, uh, the role is to to is leadership. I mean, many times enterprises have never done that, done the transformation before, and the leaders in the enterprise were probably not rewarded uh, in their current position for doing a transformation. So uh, you need a leader that's experienced in that in that transformation, and essentially they will help build a foundation that will help the company transform. Many times the transformation is not a one-time event but it's taking the the company and the people and the processes down a path of new ways of working that require leadership to establish a foundation to make that sustainable, right? So yeah, the role is to lead, drive a vision, help build a foundation to help really uh, uh, take risks without people feeling uncomfortable and uh, and, and doing things, stepping into new roles and, and making uh, folks feel comfortable that uh, leadership has their back in that new role and that failure is is a possibility, but it doesn't mean that, that that's the end. I agree that leadership is needed to successfully shepherd and govern a DT program. Uh, so now that brings us to today's topic. That's a good segue to today's discussion topic. If a transformation leadership team is indeed that critical, 
why are businesses then hesitant to put into play? Often you need sort of the stars to align in an enterprise for the leaders in a business to really take the right steps. And here's what I mean by that, right? Um, I'll, I'll reflect on an experience at Zurich. When uh, we were in dire straits, we had lost you know, two to three billion dollars the previous year. And our home office in Zurich, Switzerland was basically threatening to sell us. So there was a burning platform to use a term in the oil and gas industry. Things were on fire and there was a lot of urgency and people felt the need to do something different or they wouldn't be around or the company wouldn't be around necessarily or they would be sold off. And we know sometimes that doesn't go so well. So there was a lot of urgency. So you got to have that as sort of one star uh, as part of the alignment. Uh, the other aspects are having the right leaders. You can't just take, sometimes you can't take existing leadership and just declare that we're going to do a transformation because that existing leadership may be good at sales or deal making or really good at, uh, at, at being a talking head for the company, but they may not very, be very good and experienced at, at that uh, transformation type motion. And there's other factors involved, right? Funds, you know, these transformations, again, sustaining your existing business by uh, uh, and, and going across the street and potentially building this transformation team and, and driving transformation. It's, uh, you know, it's not a small investment. Given what you just said, what is an ideal composition of a TLT? What capabilities and roles should we be looking for in a typical TLT for a successful DT program? A TLT is not necessarily a one size fits all uh, for all companies. And then as you mature your transformation program, you you may grow from a small team to a larger team. So you need you need sometimes you need different capabilities. But I, I mentioned some of the earlier capabilities like leadership, um, risk takers, growth mindset. So you don't need somebody that kind of knows it all because there are a lot of unknowns and you want to try to get input from team members that might be closest to the customers, closest to the processes, closest to the to the way of working such that they provide input in into uh, better ways or transformed ways of doing work. So one of the keys is uh, is having somebody that's a good listener too, right? And and doesn't automatically uh, you know come to a conclusion about a solution and a vision and and this is the way we're going to do this. So that's important empowering team members is also, you know, that's not natural sometimes for leaders. Uh, you know, leaders always want to take control, or many times they want to take control. And uh, empowering others to lead and to innovate, to take risks and to fail or to succeed uh, on their own commitments, I think is uh, is an attribute that you're definitely going to look for. Okay, so aside from all those, you need you need great capabilities with uh, program management skills, right? You need capabilities uh, in many ways uh, of an engineer or a problem solver or somebody who, who can really break down situations into their most fundamental pieces and then build them back up into uh, solutions. There's financial aspects of this, right? Being value-driven and, and defining priorities the proper way and, and really driving uh, Financial management discipline is is another skill set I think that's needed. So I get the risk taking part, uh, Rich. I get the leadership part, the growth mindset part. Now, if I were to go in front of a CFO and ask for funds for a TLT, 
What are some key benefits that are out to be touting to the CFO to say, look, let's start the TLT program? All the mechanisms that the program brings are facilitated by the team. And and that includes uh, business. I just mentioned business value management as an example. The CFO would be very interested in seeing the river, rigor around how funding is approved, how how various initiatives are prioritized, and and really help uh, uh, you know help create some transparency for him or her in the role of uh, of the CFO in that they're spending money in the right places, right? Or they're making the right investments, or they're achieving the value um, on plan or or close to plan as necessary. Um, that that's extremely important. That's really a foundational item, right? I mean, there aren't many companies that I would say have a rigorous uh, value management or business value management type of approach. And uh, and the the uh, one of the alternative motives of the TLT is to really drive that as a foundation for the customer going forward. You want to you want to instill continuous improvement and in, in continuous innovation and plant continuous planning into uh, uh, the company, and it's not just an IT thing, it's a business and IT thing working together to focus on outcomes that hopefully drive growth and customer experience and other things. And and that uh, that's a foundational way of working that, that the TLT will leave behind. It, think about it as uh, it's incubating that process. It's, it's uh, maturing it as the program um, matures and as the program delivers, and you're learning what works and what doesn't, and what type of people you might need to uh, to to make those mechanisms work well, and uh, and that is something that the TLT will leave behind or it will sustain uh, after the program. So CFO is very much uh, interested in in uh, mechanisms like that. And then, like I said, you're maturing the people along the way. I mean, these are invaluable experiences. I mean, you know this from having done this. I know this. You know, others who have participated or led these transformations really are transformed themselves. They they leave or they enter into various milestones of that program better off as empowered uh, leaders, but you're going to build new relationships, new ways of working and, and other things that you continually build on top of. So when we come back, I will ask Rich if there are other reasons why digital transformation programs fail despite having a solid rockstar TLT. This episode of Valuification of Things is sponsored by Valuefy. Valuefy is a free tool that allows you to create business value models. Go to valuefy.net and click download to begin your valuification journey. So welcome back. Rich, you gave us a good understanding of digital transformation, the role of transformation leadership teams in accelerating this success. You also provided some key benefits of having a TLT. But despite that, you'll agree, I'm sure, that you have seen DT programs fail despite having a rock star TLT in place. Care to weigh in on that? No customer focus is, is one of the one of the prime reasons I think a lot of these transformations fail, you know, it, it's it's often uh, orthodoxy within an enterprise to you know do what you know and business as usual is 
produce your products, you know, service customers in some way. And and sometimes I think these programs fail to go far enough in putting uh, uh, themselves in the shoes of their customers or their end users. Another uh, failure is kind of completely on the other end of the spectrum, and that's not considering or doing enough to uh, focus on the change of the people in your company and the change management aspect of it. And, uh, you know, we, we used to call that with them, right? What's in it for me? Part of the part of those both are are just foundational, right? I mean, you can't build a, a house with a bad foundation and you need to really think if you're not investing enough and taking enough time in that foundation and the foundation is a lot of it is technology. Those type of uh, foundational items are extremely important to invest in. How about senior leaders providing uh, cover for you back? The leadership, if they're really not of the right mindset, will sometimes blame other leaders on the team or maybe subordinates. You know, I'm not going to say there's a hierarchy to any of the programs, but what happens is you'll get individuals that that may not make the team members feel comfortable to take risks and and what uh, and and you need team members at the highest levels that are accountable for all the risks that are being taken accountable for for the uh, the chances and the and the innovation that's being taken and the you know again not everything's going to work and when something fails that doesn't mean you fire somebody there's a big learning experience with with a failure and and that allows you to be better the next time and uh, if you don't have leadership that that has your back and and really is accountable for for everything being done you're going to get less risk taking you're going to get people that are only going to incrementally uh, make steps and and be empowered uh, less to do uh, to do things that may not to do activity that may not be as valuable. I think one of the mistakes and failures that a lot of these companies make is they invest or uh, they spend a lot of money with consulting firms. And uh, I would I would you know I would try to build the capabilities internally first, the, my recommendations. And because a lot of these consulting firms, they don't have your best interest in mind, and uh, and they're they're not really focused on the outcomes like like your organic leaders might, and so uh, so I'd be very uh, very hesitant to uh, you know engage a big consulting firm initially, and and sort of dream big and start small. You know, starting in with a couple of business initiatives, focus on some very valuable business objectives. And doing that organically is probably the best investment you can make. It may take a little bit longer to build the capabilities to do the readiness for team members, and and uh, but but at the same time, you know, there's there's lots of folks that have great experiences that you can probably uh, build on in your company, and they probably have great leadership potential and great leadership capabilities. I'd I'd engage those first before uh, starting to to really try to sign some giant contract that there are so many unknowns. So, so what I'm hearing, uh, Rich, is uh, you got to have alignment between the business and the right consulting firm. I mean, there are consulting firms that exist who Absolutely. have your best interests in mind, but you got to pick them and choose them, not not pick the, the biggest name on the block. Absolutely. I, I agree with that 100%. 
Thank you for your time today, Rich. Appreciate your willingness to come in on this podcast and share your wide and deep experiences in executing digital transformation programs. I enjoyed listening to your insight and look forward to having you back again soon. Thank you. Thank you for watching this episode. Today we had Rich Waller, senior industry executive, talking to us about digital transformation and the role of transformation leadership teams in accelerating such programs. He gave us a background on this topic and why it is important today. He gave us insight into a typical composition of a TLT. Despite having a rockstar TLT on board, DT programs still fail. He provided some insights on why that is. In future episodes, we will continue to dwell on the valuation of things with other thought leaders and industry executives. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this episode of Valuation of Things. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you did, please share this episode with your friends and family and don't forget to leave a review. We're always looking for ways to improve and bring in the best content possible. If you want to be featured on this podcast, please drop us a line at podcast@valuation.com. Thank you.